You're listening to The Bobby Ho Show. And in this episode, I wonder, which has had a more lasting cultural impact in 2019? Woodstock or The Godfather? Both Woodstock and the Mario Puzo Godfather novel turned 50 this year. Woodstock, the music festival that defined a generation, a celebration of peace, love, and freedom. The Godfather, the best-selling book that became one of the most loved and quoted films of all time. Besides both being children of 1969, what do these two even have to do with each other? Exactly. So, here we go. Let's think about it. The Godfather. Now, when I'm thinking about which one has more impact in 2019, I'm not talking, again, considering what it meant at the time it came out or in the subsequent decades, what it means artistically, the performances, where it ranks as a film. I'm saying, thinking... What does The Godfather mean in 2019? Kind of where does it exist in cultural memory? Um, How does it kind of impact pop culture? Uh, For me, what The Godfather represents in current culture and and still has an impact is the themes of the pursuit of power at all costs, loyalty above all, and betrayal as the ultimate sin. The bad guys are the good guys, and the good bad guys are fun to watch. They're dark and they're stylish. Now, in thinking about this, I said 219, we are living in a godfather kind of world. We have the head of the executive branch, who just wants to be the head of a family. Uh, In work terms, from what I've seen, it's it's not personal, just business. Mass layoffs, more hours, same pay, but with passion, please, economy. In terms of the biggest entertainment pop culture moments... um, Outside of all the, uh, you know, MCU Avengers movies, uh, you could arguably say the biggest pop culture moment was the Game of Thrones final season. And what is the Game of Thrones except about the pursuit of power? And then just in everyday terms, I can say in, in, in what I see in masculinity, a lot of guys, especially uh, the male bosses that I've worked with and still work with, um, you know, they seem to have a combination of trying to project Don Corleone meets Don Draper. You know, uh, I'm powerful but suave. Um, I definitely see lots of darkness and Godfather-influenced um, culture. It made me concerned. It made me worried. I said, is that it? Is it? Is it just about um, trying to get over and, and trying to be 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 better and 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 just to win at all costs when i um my commute to the to work in the morning i walk through a train station and there's a guy who plays accordion and every morning uh, for some reason when i walk by he's playing the godfather theme and then i can't figure out whether you know he's playing it for people i think everyone's got two thoughts like either like they're playing it they're like yeah i'm don corleone i'm I'm gonna i'm gonna you know Today's my day. I'm going to kick butt and I'm going to take no prisoners and I'm going to show everyone who's boss. And then, you know, sometimes when you're having a bad day, at least me, I'm walking in and said, yeah, I'm, I'm one of the, the sheep that's getting to get slaughtered today in this Don Corleone kind of world. But, you know, head up and keep going. But to counter that, we have the Woodstock generation cultural impact. Uh, again, thinking about Woodstock, not about what the performances were, not about what it meant to um, that generation or how it impacted music or even thinking about necessarily music festivals, just what does Woodstock represent 
in pop culture in 2019, the themes, sort of just the general feeling. Um, for me, you know, Woodstock, from what I've read and from what I see, it's really about the collective, the idea of, of coming together collectively uh, in a spirit of peace and love in a time of war, um, a communal spirit, anti-capitalist uh, sentiment, a feeling of being connected with like-minded souls. So um, wondering whether the green movement and some of the other kind of movements that are that are erasing boundaries really are the legacy in some ways <clears throat> of Woodstock. Um, professionally, I can say, and I read this on, on someone posted this on LinkedIn, that they're seeing that how more and more people are defining success is freedom. Now, I know that's a different kind of freedom that uh, they were singing about in Woodstock. However, I think when people are considering how chained they feel to their job sometimes and how much uh, technology and, and the demands of uh, certain professions are asking for more and more and more and invading, you know, well past work hours onto the weekends um, where people are thinking about work all the time and it's, it's something that's always on and never getting shut off. The idea of being free from that stress, from that pressure, from being connected is definitely uh, something that I know I aspire to. And when I'm talking to other people, it's, it's, it's less for them about money than it is about having the freedom to define for them what financial success means. And then in pop culture, uh, again, to counter kind of all the, the, the themes of darkness and, you know, the, the, the bad characters that we love to watch, I do think there, there are moments of collective freedom and, 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 and spirit and spontaneity that, that tie back to Woodstock. So I'm thinking um, Beyonce's brown skin girl, all the different memes and social videos and, and collective movements and even some of the songs from the Lion King soundtrack, the way people are getting on and, and, and sharing it. I said that is a definite moment of collectiveness and belonging and freedom that is lively, that is life, that is... Um, counter to a lot of, uh, you know, imagery and, and, and advertising, maybe that's a Woodstock moment. Um, Lil Nas X, Lil Nas X, um, Old Town Road, uh, thinking about the way that he's just blurring boundaries and being who he is and how, you know, that's just creating not just a, a catchy pop song, but really seems to be helping others sort of say, wait a minute, I don't need to adhere to kind of the, you know, the definitions of who they think, you know, I should be, and, and it's okay to be free and be me. Um, and then in general, just, you know, all the different ways that people are connecting on, on Twitter and even Instagram, um, people, you know, are finding, at least I know I am in, in different moments, not just to talk about, you know, shows, but, different topics that are trending and you're like that's me too that's me too and seeing what different strangers are going through and encouraging and being able to connect virtually that way um, even though it's not in person I think that's a definitely freeing Woodstock moment uh, but which one has more cultural impact again my fear was that in thinking about this it is just a godfather world but when I'm thinking about what gives life what gives hope, what moves me forward, the moments that I know uh, I've been in a communal space, for example, uh, Brooklyn Museum's first Saturday. 
when you're in that space, then usually I'm there with with my family, with my wife and my three kids, and we're dancing. And when the DJ, even though it's not live music, but when the music's going and the DJ brings the it down and everyone's singing and, and moving along and making space, that connectedness, that life, that togetherness, that sense of belonging, and because it's a free event and it's not trying to be necessarily about profiling, that moment has energy and moves, I know, me and my family even past that night. And it's something that I think about, you know, even in days and weeks later. So while it might feel like the Godfather ethos is winning, I'm going to put my hope in the Woodstock movement. And I'm wondering if this upcoming election on the Democratic side even could be characterized as, is this a Godfather election? Is this about getting into power no matter what? Or is this a Woodstock election, a generational changing, we need to stand up and show the world who we are type election? But even past politics, I think it's about all the choices that we're making every day, the things that are giving us life and what we're sharing and how we're reaching out and connecting to other people. Um, Godfather ethos to me is something that's sort of very insular and individualistic. And while it's, you know, still about family, it's still a very small defined thing. And I know I've fallen into that. It's, you know, about making sure I'm providing for my family and we're getting ours and, you know, then hopefully connecting a little bit past, but um, not really looking much over our, our, our own needs and their needs. And, you know, family's real. But thinking about Woodstock and what it represented and, and what it can mean in this moment, not literally, but the spirit of it, that's what's moving me forward. That's what I'm thinking about. I'm curious what you're thinking about, what you define as your Woodstock ethos, what you think about The Godfather. Maybe you're reading these two things wrong. Which one do you think has had more impact in 219? I got a new website, bobbyhoshow.com. Uh, would love to um, hear your comments there and connect with you. And until next time, outro music by Ivy Sparrow Music. <laughs>